This episode of Spill the Greens is powered by Moochie Farms Cherto Gourmet Cherry Tomatoes. Kept on the vine to achieve traditional tomato flavor and freshness, Cherto tomatoes are great as a snack, but I'll let you in on a little secret. You can make an amazing pasta sauce out of them too, so make sure you try that. All right, with the year closing out, I thought it'd be a really good time to wrap up the year with the next generation. Today, we're going to chat with Cole Mucci, who is our CEO, Bert Mucci's son, and he's going to be sharing his story with us and what it was like to grow up in the Mucci family as the company really grew exponentially since he was born. Uh, he's also going to talk about what he does for the company now and what he's looking forward to in the future. Should be a really, really good one. It's Cole Mucci on Spill the Greens right now. Spill the Greens. Powered by Moochie Farms. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right, man. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for coming. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's been a while. We've been talking about this for a bit, so I'm glad that you're ready to do this. Yeah, for sure. I've been, I've been, I've been really excited to do this. All right, my man. Why don't you, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? I know I told everybody who you are, but why don't you introduce yourself? All right, man. So my name is Cole Moochie. I am the operations manager at our bell pepper facility. Um, it is an 80 acre facility where we grow bell peppers, rustico peppers, our sweet point and our bella sweets. Very cool. But even more than that, um, your dad is Bert. So I actually wanted to talk to you about kind of your life and, and how you got to this point and kind of where you see things going. So why don't we just start right at the beginning? You know, what are some fond memories that you have of growing up on the farm? What it was, what was it like? Tell me. Mm, well, there's definitely a lot of memories growing up on the farm. I mean, I remember walking through the crops with, you know, my dad and my grandpa eating tomatoes and cucumbers right off the plants. <laughs> um, yeah, I know it's somewhere I always wanted to go every day, like after school and during school was like my own playground. So yeah, I mean, I'm really, really thankful. I wouldn't want it any other way. Um, yeah, man, that was like my own little playground. I was always driving something. I always, I had an obsession with machinery for some reason. I was always on the forklift or the tractor crashing into something, driving in circles. <laughs> now you're crashing cars. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. No, my dad would come home with like a new piece of, I don't know, machinery. I remember one time he bought this orange Kubota tractor and I, and I just went crazy every day after school. I would just wait outside the window waiting for him to pick me up. And uh, my parents would go crazy too because when they would watch me, they I would, I would just like go missing and they couldn't find me. And you know, they'd find me in the greenhouse. I was going in circles on the forklift. Like why was I driving a forklift going in circles? But yeah, man. Must have been fun. Yeah, no, it was. I, uh, I really, I had a really great childhood, and I'm really thankful for that. It must have been really neat because a lot of the, a lot of the company's real growth happened like just after you were born. Like that's when it really started to explode. So it must have been cool to see what it was when you were a kid versus where you are now, and to see how much has happened. Yeah, yeah, I know it's definitely, uh, definitely super interesting. I mean, I've definitely seen a lot over the years I, with my family being in the industry. Obviously, you know, especially watching my grandpa. And, and, his, and alongside his brother and, and my dad and his brother, my uncle Danny, you know, working really hard. And I've learned a lot of things over the years. Tell me um, more about your childhood. So you grew up uh, obviously right here in Kingsville, born and mm -hmm. raised more or less. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Born and raised in Kingsville, Ontario. And then uh, where'd you go to high school? Uh, Kingsville District High School. Okay. And then after that, what did you do? Like, what were your interests? Uh, so I went to St. Clair College. Uh, I did a Zuckerman business course. Um, yeah. How did you, like, what did you want to do? Did you always want to be in this industry or did you have different ideas? Did you want to try something else? I remember when I was talking to, to your uncle Danny a while back and he was telling me that he tried to do a couple other things, but ultimately he understood like where, like what he was made to do was this. So did you always feel like this was going to be it? Mm, yeah, pretty well growing up. I always knew that this was kind of, 
my destiny, I guess you could say. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I always knew I wanted to be a part of it. And, you know, not just because it, it was a family business. I mean, I, I think I have a lot of passion for it. Um, you know, both my, both my grandparents did it. My, my grandpa's, my mom's dad was actually a greenhouse grower as well. So there's definitely, there's definitely a lot of passion there. Amazing. Um, tell me about some of your hobbies and your interests. Like what were you like in high school? What were you like as a young man? Like what did you like to do other than crash things? Other than crash things? Well, <laughs> I definitely loved motorsports growing up. I was a big motocross fan, uh, football, hockey, always had a thing for speed, loud engines. And uh, yeah, man, anything that was fast and made loud noise, I, I loved it growing up. What were your favorite subjects in school? Gym. <laughs> uh, honestly, wasn't a straight A student, but if I really did enjoy something and had interest in it, I do really well at it. Um, for some reason, I always liked geography. Cool. I think I was always interested in like the earth and the places and regions and just knowing and understanding different cultures and the differences. Um, obviously business as well. I just, I love the idea of, you know, like, like starting something yeah. and, and, you know, bringing that to the market and selling it. I just think it's so awesome. Yeah. And it's cool to understand how the different regions work, especially in the world that you're in, especially because we're growing product all over the mm -hmm. place, right? And seeds yeah. are coming from so many different places and different regions of the world are producing different kinds of vegetables. And I'm sure it's interesting to see what happens regionally to kind of understand how to move us forward. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And even, even back to the business thing, like just, just creating something. I just think that there's so much like value in that being able to bring it to the market. Like I said, and selling it, I mean, one of my favorite departments in this industry too is sales, just because like the competitiveness is just like, it's awesome, man. <laughs> but it's exciting. You can see the guys actually enjoy it. Like for all the stressful days, like they, you have to love it. You, yeah, have, you have to, have love, to love it. And you need to have, you know, some, some hard days too, right? For sure. Yeah. I mean, what's, you're not doing anything if you don't have some hard days, no. you're not really progressing because all of the best things come from hard situations. Mm -hmm. So if you're not, if you're not in an environment where you're being challenged and where you're presented with challenges that you have to tackle on a daily basis, it, it's going to, it's going to be hard to feel gratitude when the things work out, right? Yeah, I agree. Uh, tell me a little bit about when you st first started getting involved in the family business, because you're still a really young man. I know you haven't been, been with us day to day <laughs> for that long. So like, when did you get in and did you always want to be a part of it? Um, all right. Yeah. So I guess I first started getting in at a pretty young age. I mean, packing tomatoes in the warehouse and, and working here after school, part time in high school. Uh, I pretty well did know I always wanted to be a part of this industry. Um, I've officially started working full time maybe maybe two years ago. I mean, both my grandparents migrated here from Italy. And like I said earlier, my, my grandpa, both my grandpas were, were greenhouse growers when they migrated here from Italy. And that's like a legacy that I want to carry on. Uh, even my, my late Nono, my mom's dad, like when he passed away, I feel like it made me want to do this even more. It kind of just made me feel more connected to him. And that goes for all my grandparents because, you know, your grandparents aren't here forever. And that's something that I want to carry on because that's something that, you know, all four of them did. There's a real legacy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of legacy, why don't we talk a little bit about your dad? Cause, um, cause I, I know that you look up to him and I'm just curious, like how has he influenced your perspective on life and work? And are there any key lessons or values that you learn from him? Do you feel like you have big shoes to fill? Like, tell me, how, tell mm -hmm. me about your dad. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, he's definitely shown me what hard work, passion, dedication, and discipline really is as well as good work ethic. Um, I mean, he always managed to be super successful and busy, but he always made time for his family. And that, that's something that really, you know, really caught my eye. Like my perspective on life and work is nothing comes easy. Mistakes are okay. And the family's always first. And these are things that 
he he really influenced on me growing up um you know as well as never compare yourself to others but i do feel like i have big shoes to fill but i'm very thankful and grateful for what you know my family has done and, and, and what they're doing and you know i'm really excited to carry that on i get the feeling he's very much the same outside of here yep than when he is here oh yeah Exactly. You can feel the exact it. same person. Yeah, I can totally tell. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk a little bit about challenges and rewards because every industry has challenges like we were talking about earlier. Can you share some of the challenges that you faced in the industry? I know that you've been here mm-hmm. you know, a short time, but any, any challenges that you faced and what are the most rewarding aspects for you? Let's go both ends. Well, yeah, I am. I am relatively new to this. Um, I don't think I faced many challenges as of yet. And I know, I, I know that they'll come even from my dad's experience, you know, it's definitely not a walk in a park. This yeah. it takes a lot of time and commitment. And, uh, I mean, knock on wood for a good, for a good year this year. Yeah. But, and it seems like we're always on top of figuring out the best solutions for these challenges too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, how about what's most rewarding? Mm, well, I think that would be, you know, growing produce in a sustainable way. And, you know, the food you eat is so important, especially where it comes from and, and how it's grown. And that's something that's really important to me, um, being able to provide, you know, the world with, with clean, fresh produce. It must be cool, like even like to walk through grocery stores and see your last name on packaging. It's like, it's unbelievable. Like I just, <laughs> sometimes I like, I need to look again. I'm like, I can't believe this. You know, like my family built something like this. Like it, it really, it really is, um, really special. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about what you're, what you're doing on a day-to-day basis. So operations manager at Pepper Farm, uh, give me an idea of what the day-to-day is like. So what, what's your role? What's your responsibility? Yeah. I mean, basically I'm the operations manager. So I'm, I'm overseeing and, and leading everything that, that gets done in the facility. I mean, from going into the warehouse and, and the greenhouse, um, just kind of making sure that, you know, our orders are being filled, first of all, making sure that our produce is, you know, being sorted accurately and just making sure that we're doing everything efficiently to take care of our customers. What's your favorite product to grow? And are there any products that you haven't grown yet that you hope to grow someday? Well, this might sound biased, but peppers, <laughs> um, it's just a super clean, uh, slow and long crop. I call it the gentleman's crop. <laughs> Um, not saying that it's easier than others, but it's definitely not as much crop work and a little bit more laid back. Um, yeah, so I, I do really like growing that, but I think I really, we do grow lettuce right now, but that's a program that I still really want to expand. And someday I, I hope to do that. I, I find the technology behind growing it super fascinating and, and the automation and there's not as much labor involved compared to, you know, your, your, your typical vine crop. All right. Why don't we get into innovation and tech, especially the young generation is so interested in innovation and tech. And I actually think that most people would be completely blown away if they got to see just how much robotics and automation takes place in greenhouse farming. So, you know, with the ag industry that's seen a lot of technological advancement, I want to know what do you think of the current tech in the industry? Where do you see that innovation and tech impacting the industry in the future? Like, how do you see all of this? Where's this going? I mean, right now, especially in, in packaging and in the warehouse, um, that's where it's really blowing up. I guess you could say it's super advanced. And especially with the automation we have and softwares we use to, to even control the greenhouse. Um, I mean, now we even have artificial intelligence being integrated into our industry, which is, you know, I, I mean, I didn't know what artificial intelligence honestly was four years ago. So, right. I mean, it's, it's, pretty, it's still new to everybody, right? Yeah, man, it's pretty crazy. Um, but I definitely see it, you know, um, I mean, I see the innovation and technology impacting the future in every aspect, Um, you know, uh, especially in growing. It's hard to find growers, 
Um, so autonomous growing would be a, a huge benefit to us as well as robotics. I mean, to gain efficiencies because it's very hard to, to find labor. So those are, those are ways I could see it, you know, really, really helping us in the future. Uh, another topic I really want to get into, and as you would be aware, sustainability, it's probably the number one topic that's discussed when it comes to agriculture. What are you proud of in terms of the things that we already do on this front? And what areas do you think, you know, we can make the most impact mm-hmm. going forward? Mm-hmm. Well, we're using energy curtains right now to save on heat. Um, I mean, we reuse all of our uh, leachate water back into the crop. We scrub our boiler stacks and we reintroduce CO2. We are converting, I mean, we're converting most of our grow lights from HPS to LED, um, which means, you know, less uh, electricity used and more energy efficient. Um, On the marketing end, we are winning a lot of awards for, for, for packaging. But going forward, definitely waste reduction, man. That, that's a huge thing in our industry. Yeah. So we got we to gotta really crack that Figure down. out what to do with yeah. waste and find different purposes mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's something we're actually working on because we're part of the 10-20-30 initiative that brings together 10 of the world's largest food retailers and providers. Each of them engage 20 suppliers to have their food loss and waste by 2030. So we're part of that program and we're working on things right now to try and reduce our waste. Um, keeping with that, let me talk a little bit about, cause I know you're really passionate about these things, but what fuels your passion for the industry? Like, is there a specific aspect or goal that keeps you motivated? I mean, definitely my family history, you know, it's all about family to me, but you know, it's not, it's not, not something I'm just doing because of my family, you know, I, I do have passion for you it. You love like, it. Yeah. I, I love it, man. I, I really do. I really do. I can tell. So, you know, wanting to continue to, to feed the world in a sustainable way, I think is really important, man. My, my, my generation is extremely health conscious and I think it's going to continue to, to stay that way. So I think the industry I'm in plays a massive role in healthy eating, you know, pesticide free and non-GMO produce. Amazing. Uh, looking ahead, what are your aspirations for the future and, and for yourself? Do you have any specific goals, uh, any specific projects that you're excited about? Like, what do you see going forward? Well, to continue what we're doing and to continue the legacy at Mochi Farms and, and growth. And honestly, to make to make my mark on the company, kind of just like to make my stamp, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, you know, my, my grandpa started it. My dad made his stamp on the company and, you know, I want to do the same and I will do the same. I'm looking forward to finding out what that what that piece is that, yeah. that you bring really different because I, I know that it's going to happen. So I'm looking forward to, to seeing what that yeah, is. Thanks, man. Um. I know that your dad and your uncles are really passionate about supporting the community. I know they're from here and we do a lot for this, for the local community. We're the largest employer in the Kingsville Leamington area. And so I know that it's a really big deal. And so I'd love for you to talk a little bit about the importance that you place on community engagement and making sure that we're always taking care of the people right here in town. I mean, it's important to me to continue supporting the community we live in. I mean, we live here, man, and my father's done a really good job at that. Um, I mean, right now we're doing, and we've done, we're doing it, and we've been doing it for a while. Sorry. It's our school nutrition programs and donations to the food banks, everything, man. Like, you know, your local communities, everything, man. So you, you got to, you got to support them and you got to support where you live. For sure. Mm-hmm. Tell me, how do you balance tradition and innovation going forward? Because sometimes, uh, you know, some of these businesses, especially legacy businesses, um, there's a certain vision that a certain generation has and the next one comes in, they might want to do, do things a little bit differently. And sometimes there's a bit of a push and pull. So tell me a little bit about how you're going to balance that going forward in terms of uh, tradition and then innovation and making sure you're still a modern new company, but not losing sort of what, what this was built on. I mean, I want to make sure that 
we're always innovating, but I want to do that in an efficient way. Um, you know, it's funny because obviously there's a generation gap between my father and I, right? So <laughs> yeah. we agree on a lot of things and we certainly disagree on a lot of things. And that's just how, that's just how it is, man. Like I have conversations with my dad at home about, about this every single day. This is, this is a majority of what we talked about, right, man? It's a family business. So there's things I disagree on with him. There's things he disagrees on with me <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Does he give you the space to, to tell you, sorry, does he give you the space to tell him what you think or does he cut you off quick and go, no, that's not going to work? Oh, he loves cutting off, but, uh, <laughs> I haven't, I eventually get my message out there. Right. Good. So, uh, we're good. Yeah, no, I'm definitely, definitely super thankful. And you know what, man, like he's, he, he's done a lot and I, I learn a lot from him every single day. Um, like I said earlier, just with like, like life and, you know, a lot of the stuff that you learn in business too, you, you can apply to, to your, to your, you know, daily life is what, is what I've realized. Too, For right? sure. Yeah. Cause you're just dealing with people. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that that's the part of it that makes the most sense. Cause ultimately you're just working with people. We have so many vendor partners, we have so many employees, we have so many suppliers. And I think at the end of the day, you're just dealing with people. And so much of that can apply to sort of dealing with, with family and dealing with personal relationships. Yeah. And honestly, like just from, I mean, I guess I've been working full time now for, for two years and just from dealing with people and, and, and just the challenges that you face. Like it's, it's like, I can't really believe like how much I've grown, I guess, as a, as a person these yeah. past two years, uh, I would have never thought that I'd be like really like where, where I am today, like two years, man. Like I was, I was, I was young and I, I am still young, but yeah. you know, I, I think not that I was immature, but, but you mature fast, man. In Once you industry, hit the real world, Once yeah. you hit the real world, you, you mature fast and you certainly like start to appreciate things a lot more, man. A lot and more. Remember, you're also interacting with full grown adults on a yeah. daily basis, right? People with families and experiences and people from different countries and different walks of life and different stories. So it'll it'll grow you up really quick to get yeah. to know a, yeah. a variety of different people. Yeah, it does. It does. It really, really does. One of the big reasons why I wanted to talk to you is because I want to create a platform in which we can really engage younger people into this industry because I think a lot of people still think of farming as something old. And especially young people today, they just think of farming as something really old and the the overalls and the the big fields and all of that. And I think that it's really important for us to put some of our younger people out front so that young people that might be considering a career can kind of see people in their own age group and say, hey, okay, I I would listen to that person, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, and so that's mm-hmm. one reason, another big reason why I wanted you on this podcast because you're a young guy and I think that there's so much that you can influence by the way that you speak about this industry. Yeah. So I would love to know what you would say to anybody that was considering a career in ag. Like what what advice would you give them based on your own experiences? How would you encourage them to be a part of this? Well, I mean, listen, before, before I answer that, I just want to point out that, you know, you're exactly right. Farming isn't what it used to be. It's not, you know, the... <laughs> the detractors and, and you're getting all dirty and the overalls. I mean, obviously we appreciate that. We, st- we, we really appreciate that type of farming and, and that's how it started. That's kind of like the first era of, of farming. And from where we are today, I mean, Hey, things change, man. And now, now it's different. You're growing in a controlled environment and um, you're, you're doing it in a sustainable way, you know, not to talk poorly about anyone else doing it in outdoors, but I mean, it's different work, right? Like you're not here, you're not hunched over in hundred degree weather, no. you know, harvesting. You're actually, you've got scissor lifts. Far- All of the troughs are waist high. So you can harvest at waist high without like, it's, it's not as 
Like it still takes a lot of labor and skill, but it's not mm-hmm. as laborious as it, as it was before. By no means is it easy, but the technology that we have today changes it, the game significantly. For sure. Mm-hmm. In terms of advice, um, hmm. <laughs> it's not easy. Uh, one thing I learned is plants don't stop growing after 5 p.m. <laughs> or on the weekends. Uh, you're either in or you're out and you have to be fully committed to this. I mean, you're not producing parts and selling them like you're, you're dealing with perishable goods that need to be moved in a certain amount of time before they run out of shelf life, essentially, right? Right. And it doesn't stop. It's a ticking. Somebody said to me a long time ago that produce, it's basically a ticking time bomb. So yeah. the second that you harvest that product, it's going bad, mm-hmm. so to speak, right? So you got to move quick because that product is that product's not going to stop. Yeah, no, for sure, and that, that's what I mean, man. It's not it's not as easy as just you know making something and you know you can, it can sit there for for days or weeks or months. Like you need to you need to get the move on. You need, yeah. you need to get the stuff out of here. But it keeps you moving, and that's what's exciting it about does. being in an industry like this. Like you're always moving, always working. You're always busy. Yeah, so much better than doing nothing for several hours. There's a day, no complaints. Right? There's yeah. no complaints. Can you share a particularly memorable or proud moment that you've had in your journey so far in produce? It could be mm. anything. It could be personal, could be professional, just something related to well, to all of this. Yeah. Well, like I said, you know, I haven't been in it for a really long time. I've been around it my whole life, but but being really doing this every single day, um, I think just knowing that like this is my future is like a super proud moment of mine. Yeah. Um because I, th- I think I think when you when you realize like when you're young and you figure out what you want to do for the rest of your life is so is so like it takes so much weight off your shoulders. You know what I mean? And it's and, rare though. A lot of people oh, yeah, don't figure it out that early. No, they don't. And and I'm super thankful for for the position that I'm in, of course. But a lot of people don't figure it out early. And I mean, like I said, I always knew that I wanted to to do this my whole entire life. But obviously, there were days where I'm like, uh, do I really want to do this? Right. So I think, yeah, I like, like I said, I think just knowing that, you know, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life is something that, that really, really stood out. Yeah. Tell me what values from your family's legacy do you hope to carry forward and how do you envision the company's legacy in the years to come? I mean, we're, we're growing so fast, like honestly at a rapid rate. And I want to make sure that, you know, the, that the family business feel is, is still always there. You know, like my grandpa still walks the greenhouses in the morning and I know that's not going to happen forever. So I really appreciate it right now. But yeah, definitely to keep the family feel, man, to keep to keep the family close and uh, like to have like when you walk in this office in the morning, I want it to feel like a family. I don't want it to feel like a job that you dread going into. Yeah. 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 And that, that's really a big thing, man. Like you need to have like from what from what I've learned so far is need a good work environment. Absolutely. You have to love to come here. Mm-hmm. You have to love to come here. Mm-hmm. And I can say, you know, I've been here now. Next month will be seven years. And I can tell you that it's it feels like that, despite all the growth. Like I remember when I was doing presentations and we were talking about, you know, seven or 800 people work here. Now those presentations say that more than 2,500 people work here. It's unbelievable. That's In crazy. just seven years, right? And despite how fast that growth has happened and the fact that the staff has tripled since I've been mm-hmm. here, it still feels like that family feel. Like we have our days when things are a bit intense because, you know, it's the nature of the beast. It's a perishable. We got product that's on the move that's and there are some stressful days. But at the end of the day, everybody deals with each other with a lot of respect. And I feel like how you measure a business in terms of whether or not there is that family feel is how you handle disagreements 
And I feel like everybody here is really focused on figuring out what the best solution is to a problem. And so if there is a disagreement, it's over what the best solution is. Mm-hmm. It's not, there, there's no silo mm-hmm. politics. Yeah, no, so for to speak. sure. I get that, man. And you know, I mean, I want this to be a place where, you know, when, when people wake up in the morning, this is, this is where they're happy to be going, where they're happy to be driving to. And I mean, yeah, like I said, I, I don't want to, I don't want a toxic work environment. I know a lot of companies are like that. And right now, like you just said, we, it's a great place to be. And I want it to stay that way. I think with that, I think that's good, man. I, I don't, I don't have anything else to ask you. I think I really appreciate you coming through and telling me about yourself and I hope people are excited to learn about you and I'm really excited to see where this all goes because I remember meeting you, you were just a young <laughs> young teen yeah. and so like you're a grown man now, man. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see you know, how, how things look a decade from now, two decades from now, three decades from now. I'm, I'm excited to see you know, the mark that you make. Well, I appreciate you, man. And like, listen, thanks for having me. We'll do it again sometime. I'll come and talk to you in a couple of years and we'll, we'll catch up. Well, I'll ask you all these same questions again. I hope sooner we'll in a couple of and- years, man. I like this. <laughs> this is better. This might be better than being in the greenhouse. <laughs> Spill the Greens, powered by Moochie Farms. Mm-hmm.